Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pull that mic a little closer to you there, Russ, man. Yeah, once are we going? I mean, I'm, I've been rolling for the past 25 minutes. Oh, I didn't oh know Jesus, that. really? No, of course oh. not. Jeez. Were you rolling you take the Lord's name in vain too much on this podcast. That is true. <laughs> Jesus, Mike, you need to calm that yeah, down. I don't put up with that. I didn't even exist. God damn it, Mike, you need to stop that. Mike, this is an evangelical podcast, and I will not put up with that anymore. Let's pray to start this off, please, All guys. Right. Dear Lord, please deliver us. Dear Neil, dear Neil, we pray that. Dear Lord, please deliver us some previously unreleased Agarmo and Key recordings, (laughs) so we may fear the love of Jesus through them. Amen. Fear the love of Jesus. You're supposed to fear fear God. I think that's a Agarmo and Key song. Fear the love of Jesus. Fear Fear the the love love of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you're supposed to fear a God. Okay, here we go. Previously on. (laughs) Are you doing one? No, what we, I even we just had a nice pantheon meeting. Yeah, was, we did. Oh yeah, we had a pantheon podcast meeting, so we were instructed to say it right up top. Yes. All right. So, long may you young is part of the pantheon podcast network. Oh, there, there we go. got that oh, out, got out, out of the way. Is that good? good That's job. not okay. Yeah. I actually, I'm very excited to talk to the guys from the Punk Tree. I'm gonna start. Listening yeah. To what's that up today. to the guys in the Punk Tree who yeah, are also we were having pantheon. fun on that? <laughs> well, That's allegedly we were being we were being rascals. I know we were we were troublemakers on the uh, the Zoom pantheon <laughs> we Zoom meeting. But his I think father, we got yelled at, didn't we? His father, he said his father is on the cover. Yeah, of time, of time fades, fades away. away, and he like made a little note and showed us. Yeah, and he showed us the cover. But then he got caught by the teacher. He got caught. We all you know if he's listening to this, we want to we're gonna do. Mike, right? That was yeah, his name. Mike, Mike from Mike. the Punk Tree. Mike from the Punk Tree. Send us that picture of yeah. which one your dad is. Well, exactly. he specified who it was, Russ. I know it was just it hard. Was, it, it was the yeah, guy right, with the seven, it was the seventies looking guy with, <laughs> with the, the beard. beard. Yeah, like that really narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, send us so send any us that, of them. Send us the picture of which one he is. That 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 exact with the yeah. with the fucking sticky note on the front right. pointing to who your dad is. Yeah. So we can post it on Long Me Young. We'll we'll tag. That's uh, fun. I want, they've got to have an Instagram, And listen right? to, uh, sure listen do, to yeah. Punk Tree on the Pantheon Podcast Network. And it looks like a really interesting podcast. I'm going to start listening tomorrow. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Punk Tree. I never got, know. like, super into punk, but it seems like they kind of cover all the, like, branches of it because I had a pretty crazy emo phase like we all did. Oh, my God. You, did like, you have, like, black hair that covered half of your face? <laughs> no. No, you had horns, though. I had horns. He shaved my, his I shaved hair, my head his except blonde for two hair horns. into horns. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really, Luke? Yeah, you did. did that? I did that. No, you didn't. <laughs> Russ, had, Russ, was, Russ got more emo than me, I feel like. Russ listened to way more pop Were punk than emo? I did. Were you emo? I was never, like, full-blown emo. I was, like, secretly emo. 
And Russ was like Christian emo too. Like yeah. I was, I was a little bit, but he was a big Reliant K guy. Remember that band, Reliant K? Uh, I've seen the name. I don't think I ever. Heard they were of them. touted in every my favorite, evangelical church. My favorite church. punk band, though, and I wonder if the punk tree guys know this band was Dogwood. There was this Christian punk band called Dogwood. They, they actually they, still. You kick know ass. what? They still hold up. They to still, me. Yeah. So what? What? How They're do you be ass. a Christian punk band? Because you know, punk is really just railing against any kind of established organization. Um. Just religion, a lot of, organized religion is is only out to get you. A lot of double you know. kick and uh, just talk about Jesus every once in a while. Oh, okay. Like as I lay dying. Yes. Yeah. Is they're very more. Much? They're more like they were Christian. They're not punk though. They're more. Uh, no, they're, they're, they're like metal. They're like yeah, yeah metalcore. Like, yeah. yeah. That just Whatever. confuses me being a punk names. Christian band. No, totally. But there was well, we got shit. I got shit for that too. Yeah. It didn't even matter that they were Christian. You know, they're still like doing devil's music. Oh yeah, the church, even though they were, you know, they even though were, they were singing about the, you know, Christ on the cross, it's wow. like you still couldn't do yeah. it. It had to be fucking Michael their, W. Their Smith. Their lyrics were like blatantly <laughs> like, like the the Jesus Christ Christian message, and wow. yeah, the church least, really didn't like them even at like all. rap. Like we were oh, big yeah. into the cross movement, and that wasn't okay too. either. Yeah, Luke, Luke wasn't. Weren't you like MC like Stigmata or something? Uh, Luke's <laughs> name was Behold. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> way better. Luke's name. Uh, Luke's rap name was rap Behold. Name was Behold, and oh, was, Behold, that's right? Yeah, don't you forget it. I could still probably kick Behold. Some that's awesome. His, I don't and, want to talk his about that. No, this is great. His rap group. You're the one who started rolling, man. <laughs> his rap group was Humanity Come Parade. On, really? Which I actually dug that name. That so it was, was Behold, cool. and who else was in the group? It was Behold, my buddy Duplex. Shout out Duplex. Duplex. Oh, was Nails in Behold? <laughs> no, Nails no? was okay. not in Behold. Okay. But, uh, it, but Nails was a fan. And, and actually, Pipeline, right? And pi- Pipeline was our DJ. Yeah. He provided the beats. That DJ Pipeline? It was DJ Pipeline. Yeah, a pipeline to, to, to being saved. We played one show. <laughs> human- <laughs> That's true. Right? Humanity yeah. Parade, as when we were called that, we played one show in Bellingham at a place called the Fire Escape. And it was this kind of like... That sounds familiar. Strip mall... Vibe. Oh it was no, like, that's not where. I'm but it was in a strip mall, but it was a venue. It was a music right. venue. Yeah, and it was um, like an acoustic band, then us, then a Spanish worship band. Wow, like entirely Spanish. And then I think this band called Moon Groove played with us. That Moon Groove were they big. like the jam band, Christian jam I, band? I don't remember. That's what them. they sound like, Moon Groove. I just remember being so so scared. I was fourteen at the time. Well, I can 15? understand. I mean, the Christian hip hop scene had its, <laughs> you know. I mean, there was some, there was some violence there, which there was. which pl- you know you shouldn't judge the music based on you know the the actions of a few. Listen, I was hard into the Christian hip hop scene. Yeah, I'm sure you were. And but at the same time, secretly hiding Walmart versions of Jay Z records from my parents. Oh, oh, wow! <laughs> hard Knock Life Volume Two, Mom and Dad hid that under my pillow for a year before you found that I had it. But behold, you were OG, right? I was OG, you know, original Goshen, mm-hmm. right? Damn right. Yeah, man. I'm viewing my life from a Mystery Science Theater 3000 view, and I'm watching every moment in normal, normal view. view. Normal are, view. Are there recordings? Yeah, somewhere. We, you, you, we'll see. Russ, we'll you got to find those recordings. We'll never find them. Come on. I was going to do a shout-out because someone said Moon Groove, and I was going to do a shout-out to Moon Zappa, who was on the Zoom call. She's got a I podcast. Know. Yeah, oh, my she's, God. She's on the a pan- member of the Pantheon. She's on the Pantheon. My knees were shaking. Podcast family. You had a little she's crush awesome. on Moon. A little crush. I loved Moon Unit Zappa. I want to make sure I get it right, but <laughs> I believe... She was great. They're... Why don't we talk about it with her and her brother, Dweezil? What a great <laughs> tune. I believe uh, her and uh, Rain Phoenix 
which is also a big name. They have a podcast on Pantheon. I believe it's called Launch Left. I'm sure she's glad to have been brought up after my stint in Christian rap. I'm sure she's glad that was the <laughs> yeah, fault. Right. That was what brought us yeah. to her <laughs> yeah. podcast, her shout out. <laughs> Frank Zappa, big supporter of the Christian rock scene. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Can we just roll this? Yeah, let's do it. Because we got food coming. <laughs> we do. We do. Well, that'll be... Yeah. Here we go. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long, may you young. And welcome to the only Neil Young podcast that we know of right now that's still operating, I think. I mean, I don't know, but... We're still going. We're, we're still going. We're Long May You Young, and it's uh, Luke and Russ Condon from the band Town Meeting. Well, what? And my name is Mike Shu, and we cover uh, Neil Young's uh, musical uh, releases in order of release. Yeah. And uh, this week we are going to be covering a gigantic album, Russ Never Sleeps, The Pressure's On. Huge album. Huge album. And an almost Huge perfect. Huge album. Almost perfect album, in my opinion. Really? Wait, like, Mike Shu, before we get into that. Yeah. You're here with your daughter. Yes, but you're Chloe. also here with your, and my son. With your oh son, can you tell yep. us a little bit about your this son? This is disturbing. This? Yeah, this is this is my son. His name is David Briggs. Why don't you hold him? Be a good dad. <laughs> okay. Hold him. Well, he's enjoying a beer right now. I don't want to <laughs> interrupt true, him because you know when you interrupt a baby doing something, I'm going to need at Are least you, one picture of you holding. Please tell me you're son. posting. You're going to be I'm posting a video. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so this is David Briggs shoe. And, David uh, Briggs's shoe. David Briggs shoe, and oh, okay. he Briggs. is four months, and he is just a joy to have. And my <laughs> daughter loves me. being a big Dude. sister. Don't grab him by the head like that, Chloe. Oh jeez. Oh my God. David Briggs. <laughs> no, that's okay. No. No. He's David put, Briggs likes to sleep. David Briggs likes to sleep in the cooler with with the cold beers. Okay. So yeah. Mike has lost his mind. Uh, let me explain what happened. No. Mike, Mike showed up to be part of. We had a a podcast meeting on Pantheon. And Mike walks in with a cooler because he always brings alcohol based on what the theme how of, I feel how he feels what, the, what this album makes me feel like drinking and right. so Russ never sleeps you think is more of a, a 24 ounce Modelo yeah so I brought the 24 ounce okay. can of Modelo special it, yeah. but when he opens his cooler the first thing he pulls out is a baby doll a right. completely naked baby doll yeah yeah well it was in your garage <laughs> makes it like, weird makes right it weirder. up front. It was laying right on front of your garage, okay. right in front of your garage. So it's it, technically it's yours. <laughs> oh, okay, but I didn't put it in a cooler and then bring it in. Okay, well anyway, I figure you know so I, if during, I'm going to come into a Zoom meeting, I'm going to do <laughs> it with on. style. So during the Zoom meeting, which was already in progress, right? Mike shows up, sits de- dead center of the of our camera during the Zoom meeting, and yeah. just holds this baby doll and literally is gently rocking it the whole time. Well, it's a baby. <laughs> I don't want it to get upset. I don't want it to get upset and. I'm your baby. No, you're not. <laughs> Quiet down. Quiet down. The grown ups are talking about Neil Young. Oh, I'm more of a grown up than you are. So, yeah, I just, you know, I, you know, I knew Moon Unit Zappa was on 
the meeting, and I wanted her to see that I was a caring father. I, well, she left early, and I wonder if that had something to do no. with it. No. You don't think so? <laughs> no. Probably did. No. It did get us some attention. Some people were commenting on the yeah, baby. Yeah, someone was like, what, what was it? It was like, what's up with the baby doll? There's a guy from Australia. He's like, no, nah, that's not a baby. That's a, this is a baby. No, this is a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But that's uh, that's where we uh, met uh, Mike from uh, the Punk Tree that's podcast, right. and his dad is on the cover of the Time Fades Away mm-hmm. album somewhere. He's yep. the '70s looking guy with the beard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's uh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Mike has brought both of his children. His real daughter is here again. Yes, my Chloe's daughter Chloe. Yeah. She's and then, sixteen. And then his four month old son. My that four month old son, right David now. Briggs. David Briggs Shoe. David Shoe. My oh, daughter wow. hates. Just hates my humor. Why did you even come then? Why? Why? Why are you even here? I don't know. Why am I here? You said you wanted to. You didn't want to be alone at the house. I, I heard really you really love that. Russ Never Sleeps. Is that true? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's what we were listening to in the car. Yeah. Oh, I had my headphones on. You and yep. jo- you and Josh Dolan should start a podcast. I don't know why your dad's doing one with him. <laughs> we're gonna do a podcast called Who's Neil Young. <laughs> Have Long, you? They're ha- gonna start one called Long May You What? Long May You What? <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> Chloe, ha- ha- do you know any Neil Young songs? Um. No. We were listening. We were listening to um, Thrasher today, and Ooh. she sat down at the kitchen table and she said, "This sounds really <laughs> depressing." It is depressing. Uh, it kind of is. It's got not fully depressing. I also woke up like five minutes before that, so I think yes, everything she had Thrasher for depressing. breakfast. Yeah. All right. She's kind of gothy. But you don't know any Neil Young? Like, if someone said, hey, what, like, do, can you name a Neil Young song for $500, would you be able to pick a Neil Young song? Not Thrasher. Isn't one of his songs, like, Tumbleweed or something? Yes. Yes, that's the one you said mm-hmm. sounded like a Disney theme song. Tumbleweed? Yeah, it's yeah. from the, um, it's a Promise of the Real song. Huh. He does I don't the think I even the know real. this song. And yeah. it, sound, it starts off kind of like with, I think it's, it's a, actually right? a mandolin, oh, okay. but then it kicks into the orchestral thing, and yeah. that's when Chloe asked, yeah. you know, is Neil Young a Disney princess? Because it sounds like a Disney movie theme. And yes, he's all things. Yes, he is. So yeah. Yes, that's one of them. Yeah, right. Obviously. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is all he things. He is the all-seeing eye of Neil. <laughs> Um, if you subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review, we'll read your reviews. We got a few of them. I'm going to read a couple of them right now. Um, this one, it's another one from Who Killed Aaron Hernandez. Oh, wow. <laughs> Legit question. Um, his, the caption is, Youngster for Life. Oh, yeah, I like that. Wanted to thank you guys, as this podcast has been a major bright spot for me during these awful times we're dealing with. Neil is my favorite solo artist, and I love the joking humor and knowledge of Neil I get in this pod every week. You guys mentioned your love of Guy Clark in the American Stars and Bars app, but no mention of the movie Heartworn Highways. It's a must-watch for Guy Clark, hmm. Towns, and Steve Earle fans. Oh, geez. Wow. I wonder That's if he wrote that before. Justin Towns, Justin Earl Towns just yeah, died. Yeah. Um, That's crazy because I just discovered Justin Towns Earl's music. Like, really? Like really? maybe a month ago. Wow. I just started listening to him. Wow. Did they, Weird. Did, did the cause yeah. of death released no, yet? I, I, I haven't seen seen one yet. yet. Yeah. Um, but then he says, um, one more thing. Shu mentioned he's a big Wilco fan. Maybe next idea for a similar series would be to go through every album Jeff Tweedy has been on. I would be way into that. Oh, my God. Do we start with Uncle Tupelo? Because oh, that's like. 10 podcasts Dude, right there just La- on anodyne La- Laco would be a great person to be on that yeah. really? he, he sees them every time they come around they're amazing yeah, yeah. um he said uh 
go through every album Jeff Tweedy has been on. Jeff is right up there with Neil for me at least. Keep up the great work and thanks for everything. From Ben, a Minnesota youngster. Oh, wow. You know oh, what, wow. Ben? No, Ben, you're not a Minnesota youngster. You're the Minnesota youngster. That's yeah, right. right. No, literally. Minnesota. The only one in Minnesota listening to the podcast. <laughs> That's cool. We um, appreciate that. Oh, boy. Oh, All right. No. I'm going to okay. have Russ read this one because of the caption. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Please. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> Come on. Do you have to do it in the jacket voice? Uh, how'd you know? That's literally the caption. Oh, the caption is, please read this in the jacket voice. Okay. Please read this in the jacket voice. That shark over there. It's from someone called That Shark Over There. Yeah. Five stars. You guys are the best, and it sounds like it would be super cool to hang out with you and eat some sandwiches. <laughs> He's not going to be able to I'm do not. it. It's too long. And drink bananas. I just wanted to say thanks. I recently had to self-quarantine. Oh, man. I don't have the... <laughs> are you going to be all right? <clears throat> you need a drink? Yes. <laughs> I recently had to self quarantine because I moved to a new city and it's not that <laughs> it's <laughs> and it's not that much of an exaggeration to say that this podcast kept me sane while I was stuck inside. This is too serious to read like this. Not anymore. While I was stuck inside for two weeks. Oh my I can't God. wait till you get to Oh, this is interesting. I can't wait till you get to Old Ways, Ooh. which is my favorite Neil album. Weird. Oh, I know. Wow. That's two people now that <laughs> say Old Ways, ways is their new. I've their never listened to Old Ways. I've never heard a single My first song time ever hearing Neil was listening to the album while on a road trip. <laughs> Jesus. Don't oh make me God. do this again, people. <laughs> Everyone, please. On if roots, it's five stars, Russ <laughs> has to do it. On Route 66 with my family when I was eight or nine. And while it's objectively not its best work, it holds a lot of personal <laughs> significance to me, as well as being a great country album and a great road trip album. <laughs> you right, man? Also, thanks for following me back on Twitter! Exclamation point. Jeez. <laughs> Are you going to be able to do the podcast? You man? followed this person back on Twitter. Who, who runs on Twitter mostly? Shoot us yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, and thanks for following us. And wow, Twitter. that was a wow. That was a good job. I hope man. people could hear that because that was a really yeah. nice. That was very nice. Yeah. Thank you for that. that Edit was, that out, Luke. I like the name. I like the. I like that the name. Yeah, right. <laughs> dude, I was I was afraid you were gonna pass I, out. Dude, that was hard. I didn't drink enough water right now. Wow, I've been drinking too much Alkies. Um, the the I like the name. The username was that shark over there. Yeah, yeah. with a, that's with a perfect. with a finger point emoji <laughs> and a shark. <laughs> that's great. I made a post on Instagram. You can do the. Most people probably know this, but you can do a, like a question thing where you just like ask a question and, uh, oh Jesus. Hey, shoot, you brought your baby. I brought my baby too. What? Why, why is, is he here? <laughs> why he personally he here? requested to be part of this episode. He said, Russ never sleeps is his what favorite. Is, oh, look, we got merch oh, from the break. Yeah, oh, look at this. Oh, oh wow. Josh Dolan is here. Josh everyone. Dolan is here, everyone, with Breaking Why are the Ice you here, merch. Josh Dolan. He looks like these are big I do, these are d- nice big yeah, stickers. These are great. Dude. To uh, uh just to explain, I, I do uh the I don't Breaking even have the room Ice on my water bottle for this. This he, has got to go he on. He brings my, us like, beer, but it's my, uh, definitely lukewarm. It, it, well put it in with the baby. We'll right. put this in the fridge. Yeah, put and it in the cooler with the baby. They can't do the cigars. Those guys can't handle the cigars. No, they can't handle them. 
Luke gets sick. So uh, just to explain, I do the uh, Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan and Isaiah. Josh, what the hell are you doing here? I'm just, you know, I came here to do what I do best and just bring a podcast to a screeching halt. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Josh came to, to praise me and Luke for our show. The, I did, the other night. yeah. Josh oh, did you go to show? that? Yes, oh, I nice. did at Hollis Hills Farm. That was amazing. That, that place is awesome. And uh, you played, you played a. Uh, and they did everything by all the COVID rules. Yes, they did. They followed they all did. the rules. I, I, my mask may have slipped down a couple times, and I'm, I apologize. That's my fault. That's that's not on them. <laughs> but I, I'm here to uh, announce. Me and Russ have a new podcast, oh and my it's God. it's called. Uh, Russ never sleeps. Oh, jeez. Oh, he took the glasses <laughs> wow. off. Wow. He so was wearing his how, uh, stupid sunglasses. How long did it take you to write that's that joke? Why he's on that why he that's why here. he chose that's this why episode. That's why he came here. And that's, that's as good as it's going to get, he so heard, might as well leave. And it's, and it's because he heard we were having pizza. Uh, he yeah, heard we ordered food. Getting, oh, really? We're getting espressos. <laughs> Espressos too. Yeah, yeah, I've had too much coffee today. Oh boy. Yeah. I just had to read a whole. Wait, wait. Is it coffee or is it on it? I did take an on it. Yeah. Hey, I take so, on it. Oh, here you we did. go. Really? You Alpha take brain? on it too? Brain, baby. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. What a bunch of pies. I get my, uh, I I get my baby though. on it. I ran out. Oh, I, should, I, I would have brought some for you. I, I got put, the 90 count. I put your baby yeah, up there, and then your daughter out. moved it's it back down. <laughs> She's a good sister. We're all talking over each other. Sorry. This is awesome. Whatever. So what song are we on? The one where Marlon Brando had his way with Pocahontas? Almost. Yeah, almost. Oh, did you actually listen to Rust Yeah, I actually I knew a lot of those songs. But did you yeah, really? I wow. listened anyway. Did you know because your Aunt D is a rockhead? Uh, not. Uh, this is Neil Young, not Bob Seger. Well, right? I just figured she might have listened <laughs> to little Neil since she I loved Bob Seger. I don't know. Neil never came up. I think it's more that Neil wants to have his way with Pocahontas and Marlon Brando. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's like a love triangle going on there. <laughs> he's 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 very he's he was ahead of his time on this album, I think. Neil? Yeah. You read something, didn't you? I am no, not I prepared. I, am I not I, prepared for this prepared Josh Dolan. Right? Yeah, this yeah, is weird. This is wild. I was just taking voice notes on the way here. I knew most of the songs. You know what? I'm going to return the favor. Next, breaking the ice. I'm going to crash it and know anything about hockey. <laughs> yeah, we never just, talk hockey. Just one good thing. Luck. <laughs> but it is an excellent hockey. I'm going to be like, hey, how about that hat trick the other day? Yeah. That hat trick over there. <laughs> <laughs> how about Tuca? <laughs> yeah, how about Tuca? Yeah, how's huh? he doing, right? Yeah, right. Oh, come make on, making Tuca away from man. Newton. <laughs> He's out of here. It's all about David Krejci. That's what it's about yep. right now. Krejci He's leading the kid. team. It's yeah. a, <laughs> so I wanted to read these Instagram things. Also, okay. we just got a five star review, and every time they sent people send a five star review, we read it. Yeah. And someone said, "Can you please read this in the jacket? Do you remember me doing that jacket voice?" Oh God, yeah. I had to read a whole review. Do it again. In do it, it again. No, right now. It was. Josh. It's. I was like, "Whoa! I cannot just do kidding. this. This is." I was like, <gasps> "It was really bad, I man." Take but, the next day off a of town meeting. Yeah, singing. yeah, totally. Well, we don't have any it's more. Good thing we're not shows, allowed to play shows so anymore. That's oh, fine. <laughs> um, so I posted a question on um, Instagram. I said, "Russ never sleeps tonight." Questions? Get them in now. And here we got two responses so far. Uh, Alec Manojian again, um, which I don't still probably am not saying that last name right. Uh. Alec said, should Tonight's the Night Part 1 and 2 have the acoustic opener and then the electric ending like Neil did here? Ooh. Mm, good well, question. we can get to those later, maybe. Or do you want to address them now? Well, we can talk about it now. I lo- this is my, that's my favorite thing about this album. I love right. that he does that. And he actually did that when me and Russ saw him with Promise of the Real. Here's he did the thing, a small though, acoustic opening. 
we're talking about Russ never sleeps. Yeah. Tonight's the night is not on Russ never sleeps. He's no, saying, no, he's saying because it starts and ends with the same song. Oh, meaning and should so he should, have done that for tonight's night? Yes. Right, for tonight's night, right. should he have done the first version acoustic? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it I is an interesting I question. thought he was saying, I thought he confused it with my, my, hey, hey. Yeah. No, I, I that's an interesting but, question. Yeah, I'm trying really, to imagine in my head what the that only, would the only reason I like. I'm, I like that question is because I, tonight's the night I love, but yeah. I feel like both versions are they're almost too similar. His beginning and ending one, so it would be really interesting to hear him do a real like stripped down acoustic mm. version of tonight's. I the feel night. like that would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind I'm, of I'm trying it. to hear it. I'm in kind my of head into it. Yeah. yeah, let's let me get to this other question. Sure. This is from the gracious youngster himself. Everyone oh, yeah. oh the gracious youngster. Locko is Not Foggy Locko. Nelson on Instagram. Um, and this, I want to address this. This is. I'm glad he asked this because I want to clear something up real quick, which I think we've all agreed is what we're going to do. This episode is on Russ Never Sleeps, oh, the we, album. We should talk about right. this. Yes. The yeah. album. Yeah. And then our next episode will be Russ Never Sleeps, the move, the film. Yep. As well. Also... The film Human Highway, right? Yes, by because Neil Young are, slash Bernard Shakey slash Dean Stockwell, right? Yes. Um, so, but and then the week after that, we'll hit Live Rust. Yeah, week. we'll get yeah. to Live Rust which after that. Is confusing because the album Live Rust is very similar to the DVD Rust Never Sleeps, which is weird. But we'll right. get to that. I I'm sure. Say, I, I was going to say, isn't half of it recorded live? Basically, oh, and then no. overdubbed with the studio. <laughs> He's wow. correct. You really, I don't Look know at how Mike's I feel face. about were you, yeah. were you reading Wikipedia while you were driving? You, you know how a Wikipedia da- slut? You know how dangerous that is, Josh. <laughs> driving and pedia-ing? Were you wikiing? I pulled over. Don't wiki and drive. <laughs> okay, here's Locko's question. I kind of want to do a Locko voice while I read it. Don't. Do you guys? Th- <laughs> That's not even close. Obviously, she he was trying it. to... <laughs> I'll just do his. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll do his danger. I mean, I, I like Titty Bird voice. <laughs> do you guys think the Jawas at the show Wait. help Neil and the CSNY guys kill whales? <laughs> okay, first of all, that wasn't Locko. That was Gilbert Godfrey. I was yeah, yeah, say, yeah. Was totally I mean, that's Godfrey. the Titty Bird, right? It's right. The same thing. No, you so. have to sound more like Lord of the Rings with the Titty Bird. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you has. think they helped them kill whales? <laughs> oh, that's are, pops. That's pops from regular off. show. <laughs> Listen, first of all, Locko, if that is your real Turds. name, that's the DVD. And we're not talking about the DVD, okay? Yeah. There's no Jawas on Rust Never Sleep. Well, we didn't album. establish that in the and last also, episode. And also, they're so. not called Jawas. They're called. What are they called? Stage eyes? Oh, they're called like exaggerated eyes oh, or something. I, I, I think that because we mentioned that before that I wonder if George Lucas, you know, or what it was his company like went they're called, after him. They're called road eyes. Road eyes. That's yeah. it. He probably couldn't call them Jawas for licensing yeah. reasons. Yeah. But he, he loved Star Wars, though. I read that. Who did? Neil Young. Did he really? Yeah. Loved Star Wars. Of course he did. Yeah. That's what After the Gold Rush is all about. Tatooine. That's right. After they blew up Alderaan. So stupid. I hate that. Are you ready for the country? Is actually about. <laughs> it's about the uh, the air cycle chase on Endor. So dumb. Do you have any any more uh, yeah, Instagram any more stuff? That's it so far. All right. Well, I got something very exciting from Reddit. Okay. Uh, we post uh, the shows on the Neil Young subreddit on Reddit. <laughs> This is very exciting news. This is from... Uh, I also have another message from Dan Moshpit. Um, yeah, Dan Moshpit. Dan Moshpit. What's up, brother? But first, this is from Newgrass London mm-hmm. on Reddit. 
That's the name of the person. Once again, you guys knocked it out of the park. I've been listening to the podcast on my commute around Hammersmith in London. Oh fuck yeah! And Sorry. this has to fuck be yeah. this has to be my new favorite podcast. Five fucking stars, easy. Yes. Can't wait for the Rust Never Sleeps episode. Okay. Interested to hear what you think about welfare mothers and sedan delivery. They fall a little flat for me on the album. I otherwise really love. Uh, please help me learn to love them. I weirdly agree with exactly what he's saying. They do. They fall a little flat for me too, and I yeah. I appreciate them for what they are. Right. But they're not my favorite songs. On let's let's talk about Luke's the real. Luke's always the fucking guy. Dude. No, I'm let's, not. No, I'm just hold on, guys, guys. Let's talk about the real issue here. We are huge in Europe. Monsters in All Europe. Right? Are we, we are hu- the dudes in London. That's you know in what? Europe, right? Can't, can't say that about bro- fucking five stars. <laughs> you can't say that about breaking the ice, right? Break, I, well, no, but personally. we're very big in Ethiopia. <laughs> We have a we have a huge yeah. we have a huge have. following in the trans and binary community. <laughs> yes, we do. No, no, no. Breaking the ice. Does. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we don't have one on Long May Young because you keep saying I hate trans, and it, no one yeah, realizes that's a mistake. That you're talking that's, about the album. It's an album, honey. My daughter's like looking at me now. No, it's it's a name of an album. It has nothing to do with transgender people. All right, let's just clear that up right yeah, now. Breaking the Ice has one percent non-binary and two percent trans. Yeah. Where do you? So, I mean, is this a real stat? Yeah. yeah. That's How do you Anchor. find this? Anchor. It's on Anchor. Oh, we're not on Anchor anymore. We could probably get that on Megaphone, right? I'll look it up. We should have asked that at the Q&A session at the big Damn Pantheon it. Zoom meeting. We're too busy just having fun, that, sneaky conversations that with moon the punk tree. Was at. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. That's you need so, to relax. She also, loves so himself. Awesome. Also, I, love I don't want to keep bringing up shit we've already talked about, but Josh, hey, 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 Mike shoot. found a baby in my garage, and he's been literally rocking yeah, it gently this whole time. Yeah, my fucking video didn't, didn't take. Hey, uh, Chloe, Chloe show, him, show Josh your brother. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> say, right. say that again, Shu. He's lost his mind. Yeah. I mean, oh, he likes God. To, hold your son, Shu. Come here, baby. Come Can here. We, this mean, is David Briggs Shoe. This is David Briggs Shoe. Okay. Hi, baby. Can, can we address the Audi? <laughs> yeah, he has a huge Audi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, wicked. We should clarify, not the car, the Audi. No. no. It's belly button. Belly yes. button's an Audi. Yeah. So right, he's buddy? that kid in the, the school that smells gets like toast all the time. <laughs> I hope this video saves this time. <laughs> for, I don't know. I just... See, we're, listen, see, we have buddy? a heavy Audi listenership. Uh, we're huge in your Listen to this episode when it comes out to know what the fuck we're talking about, people. Whatever. Who cares at this All point? Right. Um, I have another uh, comment from Reddit from MF Smitty, who's also a big-time listener. And uh, he doesn't sound very happy. Mm. He says, geez. This is about our Comes a Time episode. He says, geez, it's not a groundbreaking album, but it is his most consistently accessible and commercial, along with Harvest Moon. If you guys have this much trouble with, that, with an easygoing record like C.A.T., then I can't imagine what some of the future podcasts will be like. And then he has a side note here because we mentioned Rush. And Rush's Canadian anthem would have to be Lakeside Park and not Working Man. Come on. I agree there. I don't know that song, but I would go Working Man because it's... Nah. I know like six Rush songs, and that's the, my favorite one. But Lakeside, Lakeside Park is an actual location in Ontario. I actually think the, the Canadian anthem should just be the theme song to Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> it's a nice piano <laughs> melody. I love people like I love hearing people like that that have like strong opinions about things I have nothing I know nothing about. Well, and speaking like, of that, I, f- <laughs> I feel like we were pretty fair to comes a time. I wasn't personally wild about it, but you guys had like, a lot of positive. Yeah, I Russ was liked positive it more. I was kind it. of in the middle. I was pretty you, positive. About you it. just didn't enjoy it. 
Yeah, and that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. We don't like yeah, every we're not gonna big like, meal. We're not going to like yeah. everything. We're, we're going to suck not Neil's dick every fucking Lukey episode. Can't can't say that every time. Why? I don't know. I just feel like he says it every <laughs> Because the, the baby's oh, cause, here. Because Mike is a yeah, Because little David Briggs David shoe Briggs is here. I'm staring at that You know what? Can we each have, can we call an audible? Because I don't like this anymore. I don't, this is creeping me out. The tits are crying now. The baby's tits are crying. It really is. Yeah, I kind of turned, Josh, I turned the, like, or Chloe shook the baby. Chloe oh, shaking the baby again. right now. And then, and then tears came. Look, the baby's crying. Oh, my God. That's Look at that. This is really disturbing. The Sorry baby's for crying. You guys are bringing a start. Yeah, I was going to say, they're bringing a demon home with them. <laughs> no, yeah. no, You're no, taking no. this baby with you. No, it was yes, in your you garage. Did you so touch the tears? I'm you, putting it back. You named it. She's touching the tears, which means now, yep, and now the tears are on you. You're done. I drank the tears. Is that a Neil Young song, Drink the Tears? No, but let's talk about Neil Young. Hold that. Because we are Yeah, this is the Neil Young podcast. We don't want this to be three hours. We just had a meeting about this. So anyway, we talked about Russ addressed it. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be this. We're, right now, we're just doing Russ Never Sleeps the album. Right. Next yes. week, we're going to be doing Russ Never Sleeps the DVD or the movie, as well as Human, uh, Highway. Human Highways. Just because we wanted to kind of stick with the same theme, and then we're going to do live Rust after that, and then we'll get back to his studio albums. Although this one to me is, it, it's hard because they're all kind of interconnected. So it's it's going to be weird to not bounce to much in between them. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I feel like Russ Never Sleeps, he wanted to show you all the songs that you'd never heard before. Live Rust is more like, you've heard these, but here's some nice live versions of them. Yeah. But I I love this album. And, Shu, I think I'm with you where this might be one of my favorite albums of all time. It's This album's awesome. Yeah. So oh, Russ yeah. Never Sleeps, right? It's, it's, yeah. an almost, it's an almost perfect album. Oh, yeah. It's and I, I hadn't listened to it all the way through in such a long time. Me neither. And when I just dove yeah. into it again, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, how yeah, great so this good. is. And really, my fascination with the, with the song Thrasher yeah, is man. just yeah. rekindled. Yeah. And the, the, it's, li- one, the it's writing, one of those ones where you, you forget about how good it is, and then as soon as you hear it, you're like, Oh fuck! That's such a good song. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Know? When I was listening on the way here, I didn't realize how many Neil Young songs I actually knew. You like, knew to a lot of people <laughs> off of this album, <laughs> yeah. though. I mean, obviously, my my hey hey, everyone knows yeah. that. But you knew other songs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh? Because this there's not a lot of huge probably, songs. On probably this one. Powderfinger. Everyone's heard Powderfinger. Probably Pocahontas. I'm guessing. That one I, I never heard. That okay. one was the last one. Which I was ones had you heard? I I'm still shaky with the names, but if okay. you go through them, I can be well, like we that will. one. So shaky, we'll I get it. That was a great pun, Josh. Oh, you truly are a comedian. Good job. Oh, thank you. Yes. Can we get a sniff? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was his name. <laughs> does he do this on Breaking the Ice? What, no, get on my it. case. Yes. Yeah. Make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you definitely know. You definitely know, like, hey, hey, my, my, oh, yeah. my, my, my yeah. hey, hey, whichever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't know I knew that when you guys were playing it oh, at, yeah. your, at your show, and Laura was singing along with it, my wife. For, your wife for, knows Neil Young? Yeah. Your wife likes Neil Young? Yes. Oh, we should have her on the show. Yeah. Can, can you? We talk about Josh. Get her. She, she loves a lot of music that I don't listen to, like uh, Elvis Costello. And, oh, that's good like, stuff, like, though. Yeah. Right. Eh, I'm not a huge Elvis customer. No, me too. Especially songs. after seeing him live. Hey, cut the encore down to maybe one hour. Hey man, he's got a lot of great songs. <laughs> he's no Joe they Jackson. They all sound the same. 
No, they don't. I mean, he's like I'm the ACDC of like Josh, whatever he does. They do not all sound For the once, same. I'm kind of with Josh. I, no. I'm not a big Elvis Costello. I, he's awesome. Oh, Listen, I'll tell you. next song, exactly the same. I'll tell you this, though. Accidents can happen. I'm going to get some shit for this. Great damn song. Right? He's a good writer, Kind of, but you just don't he's like a good him. writer. No, kinda. here's here's why. He's, he's a great. He's a Russ, good writer. Russ doesn't he's a like good writer. him. Russ doesn't like writer. him. I'll tell you why Russ doesn't like him. Because he wears glasses and he hates that people named no, Allison. It's because of the it's because of the bait when they re- released the basement tapes and had all those different artists release different versions oh, of Dylan's songs. You didn't like his. Uh, and I agree he with was Russ. The worst. He was the worst. He was the one fucking worst on there. He was not good. He was also surrounded by dude Taylor Goldsmith. So what? The guy from My Morning Jacket. He was he, Jim he, James. Pick it up. Do better. You're supposed to be a legend. He's awesome. Fucking, he is a legend. He is a legend. He's not a in my book. songwriter. <laughs> you don't not know my music. I mean, you don't I, know what you're talking I, about. I did get some more respect for him again once I went back and watched Austin Powers and realized he was in Austin Powers. But I mean, still, just I like that's a good either, reference. But that's a Thank great you. Josh Dolan bit right there. <laughs> that's that's typical Josh Dolan. Yeah. You know, like Josh Dolan probably heard Neil Young on. So yeah. Oh yeah, I heard that in Wayne's World. Well, yeah, right. Well, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> yeah, say exactly. something like, we'll, "We'll be talking about fucking uh, like, I don't know. Somehow Billy Joel will come up, and then Josh will be like, oh, yeah, there was an episode of Rugrats where where uh, they they played oh Billy God. Joel. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. You got the sniff in there. Excellent. Well done. Yeah, you guys saw that episode of Hey Arnold where they reference that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, this this. I forgot just how solid this album was yeah, it's all great, the way man. through. It's awesome. And, and, this, um, and the listening to it on the high res on the Neil Young archives oh, yeah. is yeah, just yeah, a whole different experience. Shout out to Neil Young archives yeah. for sure. So this one was record. I mean, this and Live Rust were both recorded during the Rust Never Sleeps tour. I think it's pretty important to talk about how he got the name Rust Never Sleeps, yes. which I had no idea. Yes, because it, the, the band plays a huge part in, in why this album was made, and that's Devo. Fucking Devo. I never yeah. knew this either. Until yeah. I had this, no idea. Until this, doing fa- the research You know, I could, I could see why he was, he latched on to Devo out of all the punk bands that were out at the time, yeah. because Devo was awful. Uh, wow, Josh! Sorry. I'm gonna kick you right in the nuts. <laughs> Sorry. So I used to. I'm gonna say this. I used to be with Josh until getting into Neil, and I've actually gone back and listened to what is it? Uh, Are we not men? Yeah, we not men. I yeah. kind of. I'm kind of into Devo. They're now. great. They're re- in their first three. You three probably albums only are really know good. like Whip It though. Yeah. Especially considering. Yeah, and then I listened to the Neil Young Devo song, and it kind of reminds me of when well, John Frusciante hit rock bottom, and he was like writing heroin songs. That's what this kind of reminded me. Are you me talking of. about the the version of My My Hey Hey they did together? Yeah. It's Where we, D- it's D- crazy. D- guys in a crib with the mask on yeah. that looks like Luke. That's bougie and baby. It's all, yeah, bougie yeah. Baby. it looks. I don't know. I feel unlike David, watching. unlike young David, and, and he says, <laughs> and he says, <laughs> he says, this is the story of of Johnny Fuck. Yeah, instead, yeah, right. he, changes <laughs> or he that. says, yeah. uh, what does he say? So I read that he's actually saying this is the story of Johnny Spud. Oh, oh is that it? That but it sounds like Johnny Fuck. It does. But he definitely says cuck. I thought he said the king is gone, but he's not a cuck. I don't. Who knows though? Yeah, I don't but there. I mean, the so he got he got Russ never <laughs> sleeps from Devo, right? So Mark Mothersbaugh, who is one of the main guys in Devo, and I think Gerard Cassell worked for a marketing Suzanne Plachette? No, <laughs> sorry, that thing you do. Um, he uh, they worked for a, a marketing company early on, and they came up with that term Russ never sleeps for a Rustoleum, yeah, campaign. And mm. Neil Young just it, that he latched onto that because it just 
he just related to that. Yeah. Like he said that that was like his whole career, you know, trying to not to try to fight the corrosion through his whole career, not be stagnant. Yeah. And I feel like this album is a great example of him proving that. Right. And I, and I, I get why it, so he's almost 10 albums deep at this point. Yeah. I think this is 11th, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I, he's probably feeling a little bit stagnant and he sees the, like punk is coming out and all these different new new wave forms of music and uh, I feel like he saw Devo and didn't what, didn't you tell me one of them went to Kent State or something like that? I I think it was Mark Mothersbaum and Gerard Cassell who were at Kent State at the protest when the students got shot. Yeah, and what? that they they immediately quit school after that and they started wow. making music. Yeah, I do love how Devo is classified as art punk. Or something punk. like that. I can see that, and that's yeah. why I think that's why well, Neil Young like, latched the, onto at them that because time too, Talking Heads was coming up, and we don't. Oh, careful, Luke! He's gonna get all. <laughs> well, Neil, Neil, like on tonight's the night and the tonight's the night tour, Neil had a specific theme, and that he bookended it with tonight's the night, yeah. and he would play the album all the way through, and he played a certain character. There was Waterface, that yeah. whole thing, and I could see why he found an interest in Devo because Devo was a fully formed art concept. Mm. They were, they had a whole philosophy behind their music of de-evolution of people becoming dumber instead of smarter. Uh, we're going the wrong way. They had the, the whole visual thing with the, mm. the yellow suits and the bougie baby thing and stuff like that. So they, they had this whole Devo concept was awesome. thing. They was, were a great band. So was yeah. Idiocracy based off of Devo then? Um, I don't know. I've never seen that. that. I saw it once. It's a pretty, pretty good movie. That's Mike Judge, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it is, it is Mike Judge. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can see why Neil was attracted to them at first. It was Dean Stockwell who took yeah. him to see yeah. Devo. Okay. You know, someone told him about them, and then they immediately said, "Well, they got to be Gosh. in our movie." Him Visually, and, they, they, you know. Him and Dean Stockwell, man, they had it. They had. We'll Quite get into that in the next yeah. episode. Yeah, let's yeah. watch Human Highway first before yeah. we say anything good about him and Dean Stockwell. <laughs> well, I mean, together. between the album covers that he did, and I don't know, or was it just the one? As far as I, I don't know. We'll no, see, he just he did American Stars and Bars. Up to this point, right? it was just American Stars and Bars, I yeah. believe. But yeah, I don't know. I, so I, Devo gave him the Rust Never Sleeps um, idea. Yeah, and um, he, you know, I can see how Neil latch on to punk because. He already had that spirit in him. He was already like, like, you know, a good example would be um, the Time Fades Away album. So he yeah. comes out with this like, you know, platinum album in Harvest and the record company wants another one and everybody wants to hear it on tour. And he goes out and he doesn't do that. He plays all new songs to record for a, a new album. Right. You know, and that's kind of that attitude. People are yelling at him to play Heart of Gold. And he's like, you know, fuck you. I'm going to play this. You know, this is, I'd rather play my new stuff here. So he already had that kind of independent attitude that he admired in punk rock. Oh, yeah. And I think he, you can see... Uh, I know we're going to get to it on the song. I love this album, but w the thing that you read that that person wrote about um, Sedan Delivery and Welfare Mothers, probably more Sedan Delivery, does it, does it feel... Does it feel a little too him trying to be something that maybe he isn't naturally by like kind of getting very much into like a like the punk style when he plays? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially well, like, you, like, delivery. like you were saying on Comes a Time where it sounded kind of contrived. Yeah, a little bit. I, and I love like both he, those songs. And, but. and he's, he was accused of that, of like, you know, trying to sound like a punk rocker 
you know, but he was like the 30-something-year-old, you yeah. know, rock star who had two yachts, one named the fucking Evening Coconut, <laughs> you know, and a couple of houses, and he lived on a ranch. Here's, Wait, here's do you guys my, want to just talk about that album again? Cause no. I'm yeah, because... <laughs> here's my, I guess, um, counterpoint to that would be that Neil never... I don't think Neil does things that he's not at least some kind of genuine about. Right. So even in, yeah. even in Sedan Delivery, he fucking means that shit. No, totally. You know what I mean? He's not doing it because yeah. someone wants him to do it or that's what you do. Yeah. It's because he felt like fucking doing it, so he did it how he does it. Yeah. You know, it, to me, it's not fake at all. It's it, This is Neil doing a punk song about whatever the fuck that song's about. Sell, well, sell, selling we'll drugs. To, but. It's like that <laughs> quote I read in the yeah. last episode. Um, you know, when people like something I do, he said, yeah, right. I like that. And then when people don't like something, I like that too. <laughs> yeah, I probably really I like, like that aggravating better. people sometimes. You yeah. know, he's he, so he knows what yeah. he's doing. Fucking Neil, I, man. I think the last I, time you guys watched that video, I think it was one of the farm aids where he's playing that song by um, fucking. Oh God, it's so bad of me that I don't remember his name right now. Um, one of the old folk guys, but he's playing that song "Changes," and, and it's terrible that I'm forgetting. David Bowie? Nope. No. That, no. But he, he and, and then he's making this whole Black long, Sabbath? He's making this whole long speech about it. And um and then like someone in the audience is like, Let's go and he's like, I'm going, buddy and he like he like really <laughs> and he kinda he, he That's just awesome, man. and he just the way he responds to this guy right. is so good and he just he takes even longer to get to the song. You know, and yeah. then even when he starts it, he stops it and just it, like yeah. talks even oh, more. He's, he's, he's just, just fucking with that guy. Yeah, it's, that's it's the best. So that's why good. we fucking it's love so Neil Young, man. Because yeah. he, he's just fucking with people. Yeah. But on this one, I think he just really, he really wanted to do this, and this was part of even if it didn't work, you know. And that's yeah. kind of like his whole thing. Like I'm going to do this because I want to, and I want to try it. And if it doesn't work, well, I failed, but I know that I've done it. I've tried like like filmmaking. He said mm. that with Journey Through the Past. Like I yeah. did this movie, it didn't come out really that great. Nobody really liked it, but you know, at least I knew I did it, and I can do yeah. it. And just real quick, it was Phil Oaks. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And 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 him and Neil were talking before Neil's set. And sorry, him and Pete Seeger were talking before Neil's set because Phil Oaks had already passed. Right. And uh, Pete Seeger, Josh is Bob Seeger's twin I was brother. Say, yeah, Pete. Yeah. That's what uh, Against the Wind is about, his brother Pete. No, so. it's not. Against the I know. Pete? Oh, sorry, I ruined your bit. Sorry, yeah, man. Who does these Good old literal Mike over oh, here. Sorry. No, it actually is not. No, it's not. How That's dare a you tune. make up a Fuck you, Elvis Costello rules. <laughs> um, the, well, so why pick the name Elvis, though? Stay he, away from again, that Again, that's very Neil, because he did that because he knew it would piss people off. Like stick with Neil Declan, picked you know? Elvis Costello's name. Yes, he did. Wait, his, <laughs> real, his, real, his real name is Declan. Declan Patrick McManus. Yeah, I did not know that. He's wow. Irish. Yeah. Huh? Is that Learned why? He, new all the time. Did Neil name your little baby child too? No, well, David Neil Briggs? came to me in a dream, David Briggs, David Briggs, and he Shoe? said, "You should name your new baby child David Briggs." <laughs> and he will have an Audi belly button. Whoa. No, the thing that's most disturbing about this, and I hate to keep bringing this up during our Neil Young podcast. <laughs> After we got off of the Pantheon uh, Zoom call, me and Russ and Mike were having like actual conversations about like 
Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm, I'm trying to get through the, I'm pretty heated about shit that's but, going on. But in the world anyway, right but now, the whole but, the whole yeah. point of what I'm trying to say is like and Mike is chiming in and the whole time he's doing it, he's rocking a fake baby doll while yeah. having a real co- and then I'm like, What do you guys want to we're, we're gonna order some pizza? He's like, What do you want to eat for a pizza? He's like, Well, you know, and he's just rocking a baby the whole time you know, he's doing fake it. It's what he does on breaking the ice too, where really, we're having like a political discussion. He's holding a rubber chicken the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the racist cock. Yeah. He's part of the show. He saved he you saves know, our ass a lot. You know something, Luke? It really. I, I make... haven't caught up. Is that like something you throw it at Isaiah every time he's racist or something? No. A- anytime any of us, any says, of you are. I mean, it's usually him. Yes, but if we say anything offensive, we use the racist cock to uh, you know squawk it out so that yeah, we yeah. don't get canceled. We need yeah. that here with Luke. You know what? <laughs> he though, talks about Eric before Clapton. we before we continue <laughs> with Rust Never Sleeps, Luke. I just want to say it makes me really angry when you call David Little David Briggs a fake baby doll. All right. Yeah, that is so, his son. Luke. I'm sorry. So Those were real shit. tears. I don't call any of your kids fake. You can. Right? I, I no, be they're all very real, and they're beautiful children. Yeah, but my three-year-old had all a, right, had a The Who easy. shirt on yesterday, and I'm like, oh, fucking poser. He's never even heard a song by The Who. I called him out. He only knows the Kenny Jones stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. He comes uh, walking out, and he's like, Face Dance is his best album. All right. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. Have you, have you, have you ever heard Who's Next? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have Get you, a have, clue. Listen. Have you looked into the Keith Moon pranks that he used to do? It's great. Like you pass just, out and stuff? Just well, <laughs> drive yeah. cars into swimming pools? <laughs> Don't Go- bring Google up. Google Keith Moon pranks. No, he had like elaborate. Pranks, dude. Russ. It was awesome. Oh, I'm sorry, Moon. When I said don't Moon, don't bring up anything with the name Moon, and we don't want to get you going. What, what's going to happen when we, get, when, when we do oh a podcast? What's going to happen when we do a podcast crossover? Are you going to be able to handle yourself? No, with Moon Zappa, we're yeah. gonna do it without, I'm going to embarrass myself. We're not going to do it without Mike. We're going to have to. Yeah. We'll have Josh. No, Jesus, <laughs> he doesn't even know who Moon Zappa is. No. It's you ever heard Moon's this? brother? Right. Okay, yeah. you're right. Anything else about this? The recording of this. The yeah. So they. What's yeah, interesting like to me there's... is that he toured this like that Rust Never Sleeps movie was made, I believe, on the tour that he did before the album came out. Mm. The, Which I think is the really movie interesting. came out before the album. No, the movie didn't come out before the album, but it was filmed before the album came out. Like yeah. he toured this. He yeah, toured this. Stu- that's where the stuff from Rust Never Sleep comes from. It's from these Cal Palace shows in San Francisco. Yeah, and the shows he did at what was it, the boarding house, the acoustic stuff. Come- he- a lot of that comes from the boarding house. A few different places, I think this album came from, right? Yeah. Well, he has a he has a, a leftover from Comes a Time on here. Is Comes a Time on this one? Sail away. Sail away. I was going to yeah, say yeah, yeah. Sail away should be on Comes a Time. Right. That was a, probably yeah. a leftover. But I'll tell you this. His version of Comes a Time on Live Rust and the Rust Never Sleeps movie. Right. Way better, than, in my opinion, than the one he ended up putting out. It on. doesn't have that Cracker Barrel breakdown in no, the middle. No, it does not. Come back for two to one. Two for one appetizers, yeah. Josh. Come back to Cracker Barrel. Um, no, I, I love this album a lot, and especially after Comes a Time, after the album Comes a Time. Yeah, he needed to, he needed to do this because it rails against everything Comes a Time. Like, like hard, it, like sounded like, and that's what punk rock was kind of railing against too. They were railing against partially the that whole Laurel Canyon smooth rock FM sound, and and he had to swing this. I think he felt that you know after he made comes a time, he was like, okay, I got to shake things up. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out with Devo a little bit and take some, you know, and get my mind twisted by Devo. So had there, what had come out by Devo at this point? Had I think we, are we not men? 
had that was it, already right? been out. Yeah. But they weren't huge because that didn't really no. take off. I mean, it was big at the time, I think. I don't know. No, their first album really wasn't huge until... To whip it. Yeah, they didn't really get any notoriety. And then they became, I feel like they became a parody of themselves because that. Well, that's the problem is that Whip It was like a novelty song to a lot of people. And they kind of made it that way. They had that crazy video for it. And, you know, but people saw them as a novelty act because of the way they presented themselves, the way they dressed, Mm -hmm. the way they sounded. They made, they still made pretty good music, you know, after those first three albums. But yeah, people kind of viewed them as a novelty act. You know, Mark Mothersbaugh. Uh, although he he did do the theme song to Rugrats, which was brought up earlier. Hey, no Rugrats. way! Did yeah. he really? Foreshadowing. Really? He's done a lot. I of think cart- I still remember it. He's done a lot of uh, cartoon theme songs. <laughs> I believe he was also part. He played a part in the creation of Yo Gabba Gabba. I that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, which was That's one of the best horrible. kids shows ever. Well, one good for him. He must have made ever. serious bank on some of those. Oh, I things. bet he did. Yeah, yeah. that's that's like Disney. like the Rugrats theme song. I mean, that's oh, got to yeah. be some. That's got to yeah, be a chunk of change. Yeah, that's like Danny Elfman money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude, right? I get that. Yeah, man. Coolio with Keenan and Cal. Do you know? I mean, he never has to work again. You say Keenan and Cal. Keenan and Cal. De- De- Cal. Or was it no, all he said Degarmo and Key. I think it's Keenan and Cal. What do you pronounce, Llama? Oh, I'm sorry. I said. Come on. Luke is when we get to that song. That's what Luke is going to latch on to. Totally. Uh, yeah. He's oh, going to hundred percent. He hates how Neil Young pronounces llama. I love it. It's a Canadian thing. Does he say llama? Yes, yeah. he does. He <laughs> does, and drives Luke crazy. Uh, I don't know why. I really like that song. It just you've never sang a, a word how it's not pronounced to make the rhyme. Nope. Yes, you absolutely have. Name one time. I'm not going to be able to do that right I'm now. I'm not going to be definitely able to do don't that. listen to Eminem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. You want to dive into the album right now? Yeah. Can we take a quick break real quick? See if we got any sponsors? Yeah. And by see if we got any sponsors, you mean see if the food's here yet? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) And so that I can pee? All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we'll be right back and get into the album. The following is a paid advertisement by NL Corporation and its affiliated partners. Hey there, folks. It's Nails of Nails Emporium. How you all doing? I just want to invite you all to come on down to Nails Emporium this weekend. That's exit 13 off Route 9 in Northboro. We got everything for your nails needs. Three penny nails, ten penny nails, common nails, not so common nails, box nails. We have finishing nails, casing nails. We have brad nails, roofing nails. We have cut flooring nails. We have even spiral flooring nails. If you need a nail question answered, guess what, folks? Nail Lofgren can answer it for you because I know everything there is to know about nails. We even have masonry nails, duplex nails, drywall nails. Are you looking for those extremely hard-to-find Alaskan annular ring nails? Will you come on down to Nails Emporium this weekend, and you're having a special where you buy five nails. You get the sixth nail for just a penny. That's uh, Nails Emporium at Exit 13 off Route 9 in Northboro. Come on down, folks. You can also call me. Call Nails Lofgren at 1-800-667-NAILS. If you can't nail it, come on down here, because guess what? Nails can nail it. I thought it was We Sure Can. <laughs> I, don't that, I am so happy that we got a sponsor finally for Long May You yeah. Young. And uh, I want to thank Nails Lofgren 
over at Nails Emporium in, in Northboro. Did you notice that Nails got his own name wrong? He called himself Nail Lofgren at one Nail. point during that ad. He was excited about all the nails. Those Alaskan a- ring nails. Those are tough to find. What just happened? That's Nails Lofgren. Oh. Someone you, doesn't listen it? to the podcast. You building anything? Uh, yeah. He's got nails. He's got... Oh, okay. That's it, though. Yeah, no screws. What's no his hammers. favorite band? Nine Inch Nails. Okay, good. <laughs> he doesn't have any hammers, though. Don't ask him for fucking hammers. No or hammers. Screws, no. God I don't yeah, think no you screws. can buy hammers. Ooh, you just acquire screws. them. I'm I'm oddly stunned by that because I think it's true. I never I I have two hammers. I don't think I bought either. You no. Know I want to thank Josh Dolan for the first dead silence of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's what I did. sponsored by Nails and Porn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Special thanks to Nails Lofgren for. <laughs> Just yeah. sticking with Thank it. you for being a, a dedicated and loyal uh, sponsor to Long May You Young. I have a funny feeling that that's not the end of that. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, tax-free weekend's coming that's up. That's true. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the thing with nails, though, is they get a little rusty. Yeah, oh, that's right, Luke. Wow. What a, the, that's right. And what the, a segue. Right? Dude. It's almost <laughs> like I wrote a segue right in here. But the thing with rust is it never sleeps. Am I right, boys? That's right. I'm afraid to agree with you. And just like, and that was the second silence. <laughs> just like how rock and roll never dies. I edit my silences out. <laughs> oh, I see. I got That's you. Awesome. And I, I add laughter. Ex- he extends your silence. <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, I will definitely. It's still these. going it's, right now. Yeah. <laughs> but mine and will have back. multiple laugh tracks attached to it. <laughs> Pantheon's going to call and say, there was a five-minute silence yeah, in your we podcast. Can't, you guys cannot okay? have that. You can't do that. <laughs> also, we didn't authorize that advertisement. Yeah, we, right. Yeah. We don't know who that. that is. Yeah, they're going to want their gonna want their 30% from Nails. Yeah, but when they contact us with that info, what I'm going to say is, hey, hey. My. 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 That was a terrible segment. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Let's get into it. Let's Come on. I don't even know how to fade this out because this is just. I know. Such I totally a... don't want you to fade I know. it out. But after our Pantheon meeting, we have to. I know. Because BMI and ASCAP are on a tear. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think they said that that's full songs, though. Yeah. Yeah. So we're fine. Yeah. We, we're already two minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to take all that nails money. You know what I think about this song? I think Neil. He's written some incredible songs throughout all the other albums we've done and I think when he wrote this he knew he had a goddamn hit on his hand but also not just a hit like he loved it and he knew it was a hit which isn't doesn't it's not they're not always like they don't always coincide sometimes you love it and sometimes it's a hit but when that happens together I think that's a really awesome thing is this top five Neil songs oh yeah for me, yes. Is that why you put it on here twice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He put it on here twice. 
He put it on the DVD Rust Never Sleeps yeah. twice. Live he Rust. put it on Live Rust. Yeah. Now, was that the 2009 remastered version? <laughs> Jesus, Josh. What? Now it's just getting creepy. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, okay, that's, that's what it sounded like to me. Okay, so, I sorry. wanted to make sure you, so your ear told you that. Yeah, yeah okay. that, my ear told me that. What do you think of this song, Josh? I think it's way ahead of its time, especially the, the, the line, Out of the Blue and Into the Black. Great line. Yeah, because it's, it's just like, we're, we're done with the blue. Stop it. We're on to the black. I hate that take, but I love you. Why? Yeah. Why do you hate that take? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it either, but you came with confidence, and it sounded good. Hey, it sounded impressive. Jokes are jokes, all right? I'm that sorry. That was a joke? Oh, God. Oh, thanks for letting us know. I know. I would have never known. Where was, was the silence? I mean, I kind of wish we were... I wish that was what was going on right now, that we were not talking about blue lives. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but whatever. Well, we're well, not. That's like, what Neil was saying. He wishes that too. We're coming yeah. out of the blue and we're going into the black. I think that was the line that Jeff Blackburn came up with that he took for this song. And that's the guy we talked about in the last podcast when the, Neil moved to Santa Ducks, Cruz right? and yeah. he joined, he formed that band, the Ducks. Yes. And so Jeff Blackburn was in that band and he wrote a song that had that line in it. And I think he lifted that line for this song and that's why Blackburn gets partial writing credit oh really yeah I didn't know that yeah the, well the line everyone talks about is it's better to burn out than to fade away right which me like everyone assumed that's just one of those things that people say and it's not it, Neil wrote that that it originated with him and the fucking darkest part of that and I'm, I'm sure one of you guys is going to bring this up but yeah obviously is Cobain's suicide Kurt note Cobain thing right which is Fucking and apparently, fucked Neil up pretty bad, and also at the same time, accidentally solidifying him as the Godfather of grunge. You think that's what solidified him as the Godfather of grunge, or, or you think it was just the music? Because I, if you listen to the music, and especially Ragged Glory, which came out at the beginning of that era, you could say, well, he was already making grunge. Music because all these bands coming out like Pearl Jam and, and Nirvana. He's, to me, he's been making grunge music since the fucking get go. Yeah, since everybody knows this is yeah. nowhere. No, yeah. you know, Zuma was definitely Zuma's part of that. A, the well, music, this album the right music here, for yeah. sure, but I think this like put a pin in it. This was like, yep, this attached him right. to because Cobain, yeah, you know, had the wherewithal to in his state of mind to write that on his suicide note. Yeah, yeah. You think Cobain killed himself? I think Cobain was killed. Okay, so that's a no. I yeah. don't think Courtney Love acted alone. <laughs> no, I don't either. I no. think she, she worked, there's a theory she worked with one of the members of the band, The Mentors. Allegedly. And Allegedly. the guy on the grassy knoll. So, I mean, who knows? <laughs> okay. It's just... Have was, you that a, was that a joke again? It was a JFK reference. To, yes, right, to a suicide I like, I and an it. assassination. Because yeah, like both it. of those things are hilarious. Um, I mean, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> God, I hate you guys. <laughs> but did you want to read what Neil's response was? Because that feel that his response when you, someone, do you have it up? Yeah, I have it. But when someone asked him about Cobain putting that in his suicide uh, alleged, well, it's not alleged, but whatever. <laughs> his suicide note. I feel like Neil's response sort of sums up a lot of the song. All right. Well, yeah, what he said. He yeah, he said the fact that he left. The lyrics to my song right there with him when he killed himself left a profound feeling on me. But I don't think he was saying, I have to kill myself because I don't want to fade away. I don't think he was interpreting the song in a negative way. It's a song about artistic survival. 
And I think he had a problem with the fact that he thought he was selling out. And he didn't know how to stop it. He was forced to do tours when he didn't want to. Forced into all kinds of stuff. I was trying to get a hold of him because I heard some of the things he was doing to himself. Just to tell him, it's okay not to tour. It's okay not to do these things. Just take control of your life and make your music. Or hey, don't make music. But as soon as you feel like you're out there pretending, you're fucked. I think he knew that instinctively, but he was young and he didn't have a lot of self-control. And who knows what other personal things in his life were having a negative impression on him at the time. Oof. Yeah. That's actually, that actually, I've never heard that and that like just hit me in a... Yeah. Oh, damn. You know, and that's someone who's lived it too. It's yeah. not like he's talking out of his ass and he saw his friends die and people yeah. around him just waste away because of drugs or whatever they had to do and... And, uh, it's, tra- you know, he's, it's tragic shit right he there. He said yeah. that same kind of stuff to Pearl Jam, though, and that's kind of what kept Pearl Jam going because they were dealing with like this newfound fame and stuff, just like he was, just like Nirvana was. And he said, look, you guys, you're on top now. You, you don't have to do anything. You, right. can, you don't have to tour. You can make whatever album you want to make. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do now because you have the upper hand. You, know, you have a number one album. But not every, you know, it's not easy for people to understand that because they're not fucking Neil Man and they don't have right, that. Yeah. Also, it takes a lot of balls to be like, I'm going to do what I want to do now because there's a lot of people that are probably like, I'm going to disappoint my fans. Everyone's going to go right. away. Yeah. Yeah, same totally. thing for yeah. like comedy. Like, Absolutely. I want to try a different kind of special, do different material, but my fans want me to do this. Right. And like, what if Ron White wanted to stop drinking and stop smoking cigars on stage? Boom. And then, like, right? <laughs> Not buying a ticket. Yeah, what if he stopped doing the tater salad bit? Uh, yeah. You know? That yeah. would be very disappointing. What if Jim Gaffigan stopped doing food material? Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so scary. I, I think that, you know, that really, uh, that must, I mean, that would freak me out. What does that line mean to you? Like, how do you interpret that line? It's better to burn out than to fade away. I, I see it as it's better to, I think d- it's. It's better to do what you want. Yeah, I was going to say, I think and, it's exactly what you and, just said. And crash the plane into the mountain Yeah, than it is to make harvest over and over again or whatever. Right. And just kind of like people say, you're, this is nice, this is nice. And then, then you know, in musical history, you're just kind of like... It's know, better to go fun. out on top than fade away playing the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom when you're 85 and you're like, oh, he's still alive. So that's, that's how I originally interpreted it, but I think it's the opposite of that. I think it's, I think burnout mean like do whatever shit you want, like as long as you stay. Right. Like, it'll, it, it'll fail. Yeah. You know, it, it's, you know, it's not always going to be a hit if you do what you want. See, I think. But as long as you do what you want, you know, if you burn out doing what you want, that's better than just fading away into, you know, yeah. nothing. I think it's because he's a hardcore Bernie supporter like myself. Hell yeah. And so he, he why do you have to says, inject politics? He says burn out. Why? Uh, I agree with you, Shu. I think a lot of it, to me, the way I see it is, it's better to make on the beach than make fucking twenty more harvests. Right. You to know, force harvests. Yeah. And right. and how many band? You know, I know you don't like them, but I agree with you. How many eagles fucking things are there that are just right you, you know, know it's, or it's, you know or elvis custa you know oh, come on man <laughs> he did the same he experimented with styles just like neil oh, god damn yeah. it don't make me defend elvis different Costello. girls names and the on same song pa- oh. 
<laughs> he wrote Veronica with Paul McCartney. Okay. Uh, who, yeah. as you know, Josh, was a former congressman from Iowa. Paul McCartney? <laughs> Can I bring up something speaking of McCartney? Yeah. Or like cross-related to McCartney? Did you hear Lennon's response to that line? Yeah, do you have that? I do. I have it yeah, right now. This is excellent. Um, so the interviewer says, "You disagree with Neil Young's lyric in Rust Never Sleeps. It's better to burn out than to fade away." And Lennon says, "I hate it. It's better to fade away like an old soldier than to burn out." If he was talking about burning out like Sid Vicious, forget it. I don't appreciate the worship of dead Sid Vicious or of dead James Dean or dead John Wayne. It's the same thing. Making Sid Vicious a hero, Jim Morrison, it's garbage to me. I worship the people who survive, Gloria Swanson, Greta Garbo. And then he goes on. Yeah, that. well, he didn't make great decisions. He married Yoko, and look what happened to him. So, I mean, I it's th- just... Jesus. I think he, I think he <laughs> died. Yoko didn't kill no, him. I don't she think, just broke I also, up the Beatles. I also don't think that Neil is saying that. I don't think he I is think either. I think that's a, a huge misinterpretation. Agreed. 100% And agreed. I think it, that if you listen back to that quote I just read of him responding to Kurt Cobain's suicide then you would see that neil basically says it right there that's not what i'm saying the, yeah. the song is a it, he says it about what it, what was the exact fucking thing he says right at the top of the fucking quote he says um i don't uh shit the fact uh you're gonna wow have, that is the best josh dolan impression i've ever heard wow, what? <laughs> russ do a quick sniff there it is. Yeah, perfect. It's not at the top. That's what I meant. He says, it's a song about artistic survival. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah. And then he no, talks about yeah, how, how Kurt had a problem with selling out and I think it's a gross going on tour when he doesn't want to. And uh, hello, fucking Neil. You know? Right. Exactly. Just, yeah. that's, so to me, Neil is addressing that very thing right there. So Lennon sounds like a little fucking snob. I was kind of surprised he sounded like that, too. I thought he was going to agree with Neil. And then mm. he... I think that he said this not long before he got killed, I believe. Yeah. He's probably super high, too. What, well, was it 82? Maybe he got killed because of No, he of got it. killed in 1980. So it, oh, was, it, was it was the next year after this album came out. Wow. I believe it was December of 1980. I don't think he should be saying those things. <laughs> no, <laughs> really? I don't, we don't need another character, please. God damn it. Can I read to you what Graham Nash said about that? I disagree with Neil. <laughs> What did Ringo say about it? Drums. <laughs> Drums. Peace and love. Drums. Um, Graham Nash said, uh, I don't agree. I used to run on the school team when I was a kid. So Brag. Listen to this. is not out of touch this is. So many of the other people would run like fuck. And on the third lap of a four-lap race, they'd be dead. They'd be wheezing and coughing and couldn't finish. I always wanted to finish. It's the same with my life. It's the same with my music. Shut up. What's to say that I won't write some of my best stuff when I'm 90? Yeah, we're still waiting. You, yeah, we're still waiting, <laughs> Graham. Saw, let's hear it, Don't dude. shit on Graham yeah, Nash, okay? The Hollies whatever. were fucking awesome. That's true. They okay, but how, how long ago was that? He said, I understand we're talking about James Dean, Hendrix, and Janice, and all that stuff. With that kind of an attitude, Neil must be really pissed that he's alive. I don't Did you ask him? Did you ask your friend if that's what he wrote the fucking line what, about? I think he meant hey, before the you go and make those quotes, why don't you go and ask your fucking friend what the line is about? Instead I, of assuming it's about Hendrix and Jimmy and Janice and all the Twenty Seven Club. To me, it's the opposite of that. In when you first hear it, I I think it's initially it makes sense to think of it that way. But really, when you think about it, who like who fades away? Besides the people who, I mean, you die and you get this blast of attention, but then you fade away and you might have some yeah. resurgences. But mm. like, I don't know. I 
What's what, did all these people get pissed at Billy Joel for writing only the good die young? Do you know what I mean? Like right. fucking yeah. relax, weirdos who are supposed to be Neil's friends. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. Graham Nash. Yeah, you weirdo. Sorry that Neil made you fucking billions of dollars. Sorry, it's Neil cut your vocals from "Long yeah. May You Run," <laughs> but you're lucky they're not on there because that album sucks. Listen, Graham. Sorry that you didn't get to be on "Midnight on the Bay," Neil's best song. But still, you don't have to fucking take that shit out on him. Also, it was weird to bring up. I used to run track in middle school. Yeah, what a dork! It sounded yeah. like a guy calling a, into a I, oh, hey, I always finish. Hey, listen. I, I used finish. to play hockey in middle school. I know what Duke is going through. He's sounding very stills. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He? yes, Nash is down in a bit still. Because I remember Stills, like, they ta- asked him about Neil Young. He goes, man's never played a team sport in his life. He doesn't know what it's like to help other people. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're supposed to be in Buffalo Springfield, you, asshole. Not, not to bring it up, but did did you see the, the video of Stills at the, the DNC fucking no. convention? No, oh, no. I mean, recently? like This past one. Oh, no, no, but do you know who the fucking RNC has for speakers? Yeah, dude. It's so They're funny, both very dude. laughable. Yeah. yeah. Do they also have Cardi B? I'm hoping no. that, that the president... Uh, she did both. I'm hoping no, dude, the president... They have those uh, fucking racist gun people that were on the lawn. They have the My Pillow guy. I'm hoping that the, the president... The big get is Kid Rock. I'm hoping the I mean, president... I mean, he's there every year. Yeah. I'm hoping the president pardons Joe Exotic. <laughs> In time, so he can speak. I mean, at this point, why not? You know? I mean, he should yeah, be vice president. I mean, come on. Don't you know the ending of that? Carol Baskin's going to Okay, listen talk. up, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> let's right. get on with the podcast here. All right, let's move on. There's to... so much we could say about this, this song. song I well, it... I love the line, out of the blue and into the black, because yeah. to me, that means, like, that's the perception from the music consumer. Yeah. Like, you just, like, everything's like an overnight sensation like an overnight success story when really it isn't. Oh yeah. You know, so you're out of the blue, but then you're into the black because you, you know, you're owing so much to the, to I f- the, I the t- that's in the top of it too, isn't it? Is it it? I, so I, think I read it. that, but I thought it was the stand. I thought it was the stand too. I swear it was the Maybe stand. they got it wrong on song facts. I don't know, but we can, we can look that up. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's the stand, but it says it, it says it's a major part of it, which it probably is. I feel like every be. line I of the song, the stand, you can. There's so much. Like the whole. This is the story of Johnny Rotten. I do know Stephen King's a big Neil head too. We should get him on the. Phone. We should. Get, <laughs> I couldn't handle that, dude. I don't but know I mean, if like I can e- that. every line of the song, yeah. hits you in just the right way. And that's about Sid Vicious. Well, the King is Elvis. Yeah. And then that's the Johnny Rotten. That's Sid Vicious, right? And then he no, w- that's Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten. So the King is gone, but he's not forgotten. And then they chime in with Johnny Rotten because he's like the new, at the time, he's like the new Elvis. Yeah. Not like in success, but when Elvis first came out, people were like freaking out. Like, right. look at him. He's moving his hips and right. he's singing black people music. Yeah. And the people, same I've seen people, Forrest Gump, I know. All right, okay, they're yeah. very good. Yeah, oh, excellent. that Elvis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you sure do care about your boy's education. Um, so, but then when the Sex Pistols came out, that was the whole same thing. Like, these people are terrible. They're filthy. They yeah. swear. You know, all this stuff. So it's kind of like you go from Elvis. The spirit of what Elvis was continues with the Sex Pistols. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know. I don't know a lot about the Sex Pistols. I don't really either, so. if I'm being honest. Well, they were, we'll talk about they were, a, they the were really a, a manufactured band. But I know of them. Manager, I just don't really know anything about yeah, them. Yeah, their manager, Malcolm McLaren, yeah. did it all for shock value. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't care if they could play. You know any of that stuff? He just wanted to set him out. Was there so Johnny he could make Rotten like Johnny one, Rotten is the singer? Of the I knew Sex that, Pistols. but yeah. I was like, was he like 
I don't never remembered. He, I only knew that name because of this song, to Same. be honest. Yeah. Like growing up, I only knew Johnny Rotten because of this song. I did not know that that was the singer of the Sex Pistols yeah. or anything. I, I thought the Sex Pistols was was was, was that Sid Vicious? Wasn't, yeah, that yeah, was also that's Sid what I Vicious. thought. Yeah. So I, I did not know that at all, um, which might make me stupid, but fuck it. No, I'm with you. I just didn't I, have I a, lot a lot of Sex Pistols knowledge, except punk. for like Sid Vicious and... I know, like, Ramon's stuff, but I didn't Ugh. get into Sex Pistols. Oh, my Uh-oh. God, Don't Josh. even start. You're just doing that to piss me off now. <laughs> I mean, talk do, about do a you, band that's... I'll fucking break your toes. The Ramones are a treat, man. You should really give yeah, them a listen. Okay. They really are a punk Trade, rock. Trade, trade. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, exactly. What was that? That's Jonathan Richmond. <laughs> Is it? That's the Modern Lovers. But yeah. the, every line of the song... You could be analyzed a hundred different ways. That's why I, I love I love the chords he chooses. I love the acoustic version. I love the hard version. I love everything about this song. It works. We both can ways. keep talking about it because it's on so many albums. But can you just go to three fourteen for me of the first one? Yeah, I want to hear the harmonica there. It's fucking awesome the way it comes back in. It's like three. We go. You can go right before it too. I just love the way it comes in there too. Whip, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like a, it's like a yelp. It's like the harmonica was a little closer than he thought it was. Yeah. I don't think that's it. I think it was. <laughs> you know, and to the people who said he was doing this, try to to let to to get on this train that was the punk rock train that was rolling on. Would you call this a punk rock album? No, because the whole first side is acoustic. No, it's yeah, like I, I it's wouldn't. like the classic Neil Young sound. Yeah. You know, so it's not like he's really changing a lot. And, I, you know, yeah, maybe, I wouldn't really the second play side this at maybe, Right, so. yeah, the, the <laughs> second side may be, you know, harder, a little more caustic, I guess you could say. But a little bit, but not even, like, there's only one song on this album that I would consider definitely, like, a punk influence. But the rest, the whole first side of the album, even songs like Sail Away is... That is not a not punk even rock close, song. No. Yeah, no. right. That's but, an evening coconut, you know, treat. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, we I, I mean, I love the uh, two. I, I also love the classic switch up of the my my hey hey into yep, the hey agreed. hey my my, and I, this one's got the parentheses out of the blue. I hate songs with parentheses. Oh, I like them. I don't know. I love it on this because you have the, the title. Sorry, the yeah, the opening track is the parentheses are out of the blue, and then on the last one, the hey hey my my, the parentheses are into the black. And I love that. I think that's cool. Yeah, I do too. I think that it's cool that the parentheses at the top are that line, and then the parentheses at the bottom are the finishing line of that verse. I think that's really cool. And I love, choice. too, that it's better to burn out than to fade away, and then it's better to burn out than it is to rust. Like, it's he right. just throws it twice, and there's... Yeah. Well, I, I could talk about this song forever, yeah, but well, I know we'll we We'll talk we about it at the yeah. last... Yeah, we'll talk about the... Yeah. You know, again. The last one. Yeah. yeah. Well, that concludes part one of this episode. I'd like to say there's some fancy reason that we broke it into two parts, but the dim reality is we just kept running our traps. So tune in to part two. It's already out. Click right over on it. That's all you got to do. Get her done. 
Nope. Think that's trademarked. Who says get her done? Oh, that's Larry, the cable guy. He does the voice of the tow truck for that Pixar movie. Well, I'm rambling. <laughs> it's like almost midnight and I'm still editing podcasts, so that's why I'm just yipping and yapping. Well, that is, that's all for you. Go click over on the next one now. Get her going. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.